Welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast. My name is Ines Padar, and I'm a spiritual mindset and business coach. The goal of this podcast is to help you use the full power of your subconscious mind to ditch imposter syndrome, raise your vibration, unlock the doors to abundance, and grow a low stress and high income business. So let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 77, an angel number and a very important episode when it comes to the energetics, the emotions and the beliefs behind our business. And the topic of today is how abandonment, imposter syndrome and business are all related. And it might come as a surprise because when we talk about abandonment, we usually think of either an experience of being left by a significant other or important people in our life leaving us and it might not really make sense how that is linked to our business so i'm going to start with this with this i'm going to start this episode sorry with a short story of how you know i used to feel that abandonment and business just are two very different topics with no intersection and how I was wrong and understanding the link between abandonment, business and imposter syndrome completely changed my energy and my results in my own business and is also working for my clients. So almost exactly a year ago to the day, I was in Costa Rica and I had this massive abandonment flare-up And guys, I thought I had dealt with my abandonment bullshit. Like, basically the reason I had gotten depression five times in a row between ages 15 to 24 approximately was always triggered by some sort of abandonment or like a relationship not working. And I basically got to the end of that rope when I was 24 or 25 years old and decided that I did not want to spend the rest of my life depressed and I needed to go to the root cause of why I felt like this. And it was, you know, not feeling worthy, not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy of love and validation and all around self-worth. So I did extensive EFT on that, healed from the depression. The depression has never come back ever since and it's going to be five years in May. So I thought that that topic was kind of dealt with. So when this huge abandonment flare-up made its appearance one year ago, I was very confused. As a side note, it was never nearly as bad as in the past and it did not trigger depression. And depression is said to be either internalized anger or just, you know, when your self-worth is so down that you start turning against yourself, basically. So the abandonment flare-up, as shitty as it felt one year ago, did not trigger depression. So I knew, like, you know, the bulk of the work was done, but nevertheless, it still showed up. And at the same time, I was at the end of that very shitty phase in my business. And if there's a lot of background noise, I'm sorry, it's my air conditioning. Um, I was at the end of that very shitty phase in business where, where nothing was working. So I started to work with someone on the business aspect of things, not thinking that abandonment and what I was experiencing in my business were linked. So for me, I had two topics I wanted to work and do any work on, the business, the abandonment. For me, business had priority. So that's what I did. And then the abandonment felt so bad that I simultaneously started to work on that too, found an amazing book with a very clear protocol. And as I was doing the exercises and doing inner work to heal that, I started to see outstanding results 
on my business. And this is what I'm going to talk about today. So if we take abandonment in a nutshell, and I know this is a big word, the big A, abandonment, just hearing about the word makes all of us cringe or our skin crawl. Um, So basically what abandonment is, as you know, a broad definition is the feeling of being left behind. It's a primal fear. So the type of fear that is linked to survival Uh, the fear of losing life-sustaining support. Because when we are babies or very young, if we don't have either our parents or our primary caretakers, it's very simple, we die. So being abandoned is associated with death. It can be acute, as in a burning feeling, as in a burning feeling of rejection or betrayal or feeling inadequate or ashamed that we got left. Or it can be much more subtle and chronic. So an anxiety that we cannot really trace back to a specific event, hypersensitivity to rejection in general, or overanalyzing other people's behavior, uh, and just being kind of tired all of the time because our nervous system is always on alert. And the common feelings that go with abandonment is feeling excluded or misunderstood, overlooked, unworthy, unappreciated, taken for granted, ignored, or not validated, just to mention a few. Now, I'm going to talk very briefly about abandonment PTSD um, because I feel that this might help you pinpoint whether or not this might be very relevant for you. So in no specific order, and this list is not exclusive, and if you want to read more about this, go to the book Taming Your Outer Child by author Susan Anderson. So signs or symptoms of abandonment, PTSD, could be an intense fear of abandonment, so overwhelming insecurity that tends to destabilize your primary relationships in adulthood, um, a tendency to repeatedly subject ourselves to people or experiences that lead to loss or rejection or make us feel unworthy or unimportant, Uh, difficulty letting go of painful feelings of old rejection. So when we think about that time, that person, that this, it still really hurts to this day and triggers emotions to this day. Um, Difficulty withstanding the normal emotional ups and downs of an adult relationship or in your business, like we were really riding the roller coaster. And instead of seeing as something pretty neutral, like if you play a sport and you have a very bad day and like nothing is working when you're playing tennis or like you're running and you're just out of breath faster than usual, we usually just say, oh, that was a bad day. It will be better tomorrow. It will be better next week. But when we have abandonment PTSD and something happens in our relationship, which could just be a relationship bad day, we will be hypersensitive and have lots of difficulty just dealing with that. Um, It could also be difficulty working through normal levels of conflict or disappointments within a relationship, and that's not necessarily a romantic relationship, but could also be with your parents or siblings or friends or colleagues. Uh, Extreme sensitivity to rejection, obviously. Uh, Others could be difficulty letting go because we are so attached to an outcome and this plays in our business a lot. Uh, Excessive need for control because we feel that if we're controlling other people, they can't reject us or avoidant behavior. So when we get too close or too vulnerable with someone, we want to take some distance or put some distance between them, them and us. So again, we don't really put ourselves at risk to be rejected, um, or conversely, a tendency to create chaos, 
by avoiding responsibility or procrastinating or in general being very pulled towards instant gratification. So we know that we should be exercising three times a week just so you know we get fresh air and our energy levels are better and instead of doing that we just scroll on TikTok because TikTok is giving us instant gratification versus delayed gratification that we would get through the discipline of you know exercising three times a week and instant gratification is a huge sign of abandonment fears, abandonment trauma, or abandonment PTSD, because one of the ways that we compensate for the primal fear of rejection is through engaging in activities that make us feel good immediately to soothe the fear or the pain, which is instant gratification, basically. So what is the link between abandonment, imposter syndrome, and our business? So if we look at abandonment, some of the things that we felt as we are having an experience of abandonment, and of course there could be so many things, you don't have to resonate with all of the the things I'm going to mention now, could be not getting physical affection and really craving it. So feeling constantly inadequate or that something is missing. We're feeling like something is wrong with us, that if we didn't say that or do that, or if someone something wasn't broken with us, uh, the person... Uh, wouldn't have left us, or parents being absent, or a significant other leaving us for someone else and us feeling unworthy, or another form of abandonment can be being the parents for our parents, so being the responsible adult in our family, even when we were kind of a kid, thus lacking that experience and safety of having parents who themselves were responsible. We're not getting the validation we needed or not in the form that we needed because maybe our parents, you know, didn't have the same love language or they were just unable to express it. Or being picked last at school um, in sports events or stuff like that can trigger abandonment. Uh, Parents picking alcohol or drugs or gambling uh, or a shopping addiction instead of us. Again, as a kid, we will just understand that alcohol is more important than me, or work is more important than me, or other people are more important than me. So all of that can create uh, an experience of abandonment or trigger feelings related to abandonment. Now, if we look at imposter syndrome and how abandonment and imposter syndrome are linked, when we look at all of the things I mentioned... So not getting physical attention, not getting validated, feeling that something is wrong with us, etc. That is probably going to make us feel like a fraud. It's going to trigger people-pleasing because since we're not getting the validation, we feel if we please others, we might get it through that way. Or we might feel not smart enough or not good enough because, again, we never got the attention that we needed or we got abandoned. We are going to constantly be doubting ourselves because again it's a survival mechanism if i can constantly be on alert over analyze over doubt anything everything sorry maybe i can control the outcome undervaluing ourselves or not being able to be ourselves because we feel that our authentic self is not good enough that is typical from imposter syndrome and behaviors like analysis paralysis because again when we are in fight or flight or survival because of abandonment we will probably be in analysis paralysis. So all of the things I mentioned now is typical from imposter syndrome, feeling like a fraud, people-pleasing, not being ourselves, overdoubting, undervaluing ourselves are all symptoms of imposter syndrome. So now we can see a link between imposter syndrome probably 
being triggered, at least to some extent, by an experience of unhealed abandonment. And since imposter syndrome is fundamentally a self-worth issue, so we don't feel worthy, and again, it doesn't mean we don't feel worthy in all areas of our life, it could be, you know, just restricted to business, when we feel unworthy, that came from somewhere. We were not born like that unless it's generational or past life. So what could make us feel unworthy? Well, typically, abandonment experiences of people not validating us, loving us, or make us feel like, you know, the best kid in the world, which happens when we get abandoned. Now, what are the consequences of all of that on our business? And we've already talked about that a little bit in the previous podcast episode. But when I feel like a fraud, when I'm not, I don't feel smart enough or competent enough or good enough, when I'm doubting myself, I'm probably going to waste money on extra diplomas. I'm going to have shiny object syndrome. So shiny object syndrome, aka SOS, is when we kind of compulsively run around the shiny new magic strategy or tactic that is going to change our business forever. So we feel that, oh my god, if I did Pinterest or if I started TikTok or if I hired that coach, my life is completely going to change and my business is going to improve. But we are basically running behind a carrot that is running with us or moving with us. Uh, if it was just a strategy strategy problem, Um, anyone who finds the right strategy could be successful and we know that's not the case. So running behind a new strategy is not going to solve anything energetically because strategy is an external thing, energy is an internal thing. We're probably going to be not launching or undercharging or not pitching our services or not being ourselves. We're going to procrastinate. We're going to hide hide behind our screen again because we have imposter syndrome triggered by abandonment, which is causing us to doubt and undervalue ourselves and not see our worth or the worth of our services, etc. So now you basically see the link between abandonment, imposter syndrome, and the direct consequences of those two things on our business. Now, another very important point when it comes to abandonment and our business is that Usually, when the business is not going quite as we wished it was, which is basically most of us or all of us at some point to some lesser or greater extent, look. let's look at the emotions that we experience. So let's say I launched and I only had one person instead of the 10 I was expecting or zero people enrolling in my program. How am I going to feel? I'm going to feel stupid. I'm, I might feel ashamed. What if people discover that no one, you know, enrolled in my program? I might feel rejected. I am going to be afraid of failure and not want to launch next time in case it happens again. I might feel that no one sees the worth of my coaching or my programs. I might be afraid that I just can't manifest so that my dreams are not available to me. And when you look at all of these emotions I just mentioned, they are basically the exact same that we experience when we have primal abandonment, unhealed primal abandonment. So we feel not good enough, we we feel ashamed, we feel unworthy or that people don't see our value, we are afraid that we're never going to get safety or love and in our business we're afraid that we will never have the safety of income or we wonder if our dreams are available to us and a a thing with abandonment is when we have to give up on a dream, it's a form of abandonment. So now we notice that the primary emotions that get triggered the most when we have something upsetting in our business are extremely similar to the primary emotions that are triggered in an abandonment experience. Thus, if we can heal abandonment trauma, 
odds are that many of the fears that show up in your business will be alleviated too. And now we all know that anything we fear or worry about, we tend to attract. So if we can heal the abandonment trauma deep within, all of those fears of not being good enough, not being safe, not being validated, not being loved, the fear of being judged or rejected, if we can alleviate all of that, imagine the positive spillover effects in our business. If we no longer worry about being rejected, we can put ourselves out there authentically. If we are no longer afraid of not being safe, and we always know that everything is going to be okay, I'm no longer be going to be stressing if a launch doesn't go as planned. I'm going to be like, oh, okay, that was weird. Launch didn't go as planned. It's fine. I'll do it again and it will work next time. Or I might have the, um, I might have the, oh, I can't find the, the word I'm looking for, the reassurance that everything is always okay. When a kid has that reassurance from his or her parents that everything is always okay or mom and dad are always there to, you know, fulfill whatever the needs are, they develop a fundamental state of safety, emotional state of safety or predictability. They don't have to worry about what's going to happen because whatever happens, it was always okay. When we can have that emotional state in our business of safety and predictability of, okay, even if this launch doesn't happen, I can find clients other way. Even if my Instagram is not growing, it doesn't matter because clients always find me. It's a very powerful emotional state to be in. So this is why it is so important to heal abandonment trauma if we want to see positive um, effects in our business. Now, one of the things that also tends to hold us back in business is behaviors such as not taking action or procrastination or overthinking or analysis paralysis or scrolling on TikTok. We're kind of not really doing what we know we should be doing because of fear of failure or fear of success. Now, all of these behaviors are instant gratification behavior. So maybe, you know, I know that I should be launching my program for the first time, even though it's very scary. So if we look at the mid to long-term time horizon, if I launch my program, eventually I'll be successful because I'm a smart woman and so are you. So we will learn and adjust and we can make it work at some point. So on a mid to long-term perspective, launching is going to bring us more of what we want. It's going to be positive for uh, for our business. Even if the first launch fell, it doesn't matter. And odds are maybe it's going to work way better than we think. Now that is a bit scary and it's very normal that it's a bit scary to launch for the first time. But what we do when we have strong abandonment trauma, unhealed abandonment trauma, is instead of being okay with taking the risk of temporary failure or the risk of trying something that might not work but ultimately would be for, for our greater good and ultimately would work, when we have a lot of unhealed abandonment trauma, we are just emotionally not able to do that. So what we do is we procrastinate or we don't launch or we delay the process, we make up excuses. My niche is not niche enough or I don't have a sales page or I need a branding photo shoot before I can launch a program, like all of this fucking bullshit that is actually just made up excuses in our mind. And what we do is instant gratification. So right now, I don't have to put myself through something that's kind of scary. This is giving me instant positive gratification. It's making me feel good in this minute, in this moment, not to have to do something that's uncomfortable. But in six months or 12 months after I have not launched, I'm going to feel awful. 
But because it's far away in the future, I cannot really fully acknowledge how awful I'm going to feel when I'm feeling instant gratification right now. And this is why instant gratification always wins, especially when abandonment trauma is not healed. When we heal that, we no longer linger in the state of fear about the future or fear of failure or fear of rejection or fear that our dreams are not available to us because all of that is healed. Thus, it's so much easier to take action that is kind of scary because the instant gratification of staying comfortable and safe right now is just not worth it anymore when we see the negative consequences to from a mid to long-term perspective. It's suddenly not worth it anymore to procrastinate today knowing that in 12 months I will be in the exact same spot. But in order to shift from it being worth it to procrastinate today to it no longer being worth it to procrastinate today, we need to heal abandonment trauma because your mind will always prioritize your survival and if it would be perceived as a threat to our survival to launch or to do some take some massive action in our business that would be kind of scary, your mind will always pick what keeps you the most safe right now. Once we heal abandonment trauma, those things that seemed so scary in the past or that could trigger all of these primal emotions is no longer a threat or it's a tiny little threat and it would be uncomfortable but it's no longer perceived as a threat thus we have the space emotionally mentally physically spiritually to do things that are a bit of a leap of faith so i hope that this was clear now last but not least i will conclude with this as this third part of the series on imposter syndrome third out of fifth parts uh third out of five parts I want to talk about self-abandonment. So this is a concept I had never heard before one year ago, and it really opened my eyes on so many things. So as children, we can be abandoned because if adults leave or the people who take care, care of us leave, we are basically left to our own devices. And when we're very young and until, you know, seven, eight, we cannot make it on our own. As adults, we cannot be abandoned. People can reject you, people can leave or walk out of our life, but they can't abandon you. The consequences for our survival would not be dire if someone in adulthood abands, abandon, abandon us. So while we can feel abandoned, we cannot be abandoned by a person because we are abled-bodied adults. So that's more of a theoretical concept, but bear with me for a second. So able-bodied adults that can take care of their own basic needs. And only children who cannot um, would depend on a primary caretaker for survival. But what we can do as adults is self-abandon. So basically abandoning, abandoning ourselves by flushing our self-worth away, often unconsciously. And self-abandonment, of course, has its roots in childhood because as a child, when we feel disconnected, hurt, criticized, judged, or not love, loved, we tend to take it to heart and blame ourselves because that's the only thing we know how to do. When we are children, we think that adults are always right and they know everything about the world. So if, you know, mom is not loving me or showing me any, you know, care or validation or love or attention or my dad or whoever, we are going to think that it is our fault, that something is wrong with us, that if we were different or better, that our parents would basically rise up to the occasion. Um, and because we feel that, we tend to internalize 
experiences of abandonment and we move away from our core belief in our value and lovability and as we move away from that we start developing these stories in our mind that I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, no one loves me uh, and also develop a sense of shame like if I had been better I would not have been thrown away like dirty laundry or whatever or if I was important enough, if I was uh, normal enough, if I was lovable enough, then my clients would have signed up for my program, right? And each time we do that, we are self-abandoning. And that is extremely, extremely damaging. And that is what keeps us stuck in a paradigm that is no longer serving us. So we really need to understand that as adults, no one can abandon us. And when someone leaves or when we have a painful experience around, you know, rejection or something along those lines, what is making us feel awful is not the experience itself, but it is the thoughts and the internalizing process that we do as that experience is happening. So if, you know, I'm dating someone and they say, oh, I don't want to be with you, whatever, and they leave, the, the reason I'm feeling awful is because I'm telling myself stuff like, I was not important enough, no one will ever love me, I will end up alone, if I was better, then he would have stayed, blah, blah, blah. And that comes from within. And it doesn't mean that we need to blame ourselves for that, right? Because it's just a program that was installed there a while ago. But all of this comes from within. This is a form of self-abandonment. Because as a cognitive, abled-bodied adult we have a choice of how we're going to interpret any specific set of circumstances. So of course, when we have unhealed trauma, the first emotions and thoughts that are going to be triggered is whatever we were programmed to believe at an early age. So that's why we internalize and feel it's my fault, I'm not good enough, etc. But if we can change this automatic response to a more empowering empowering one, and if we can show up for ourselves, and this is actually easier than it sounds, as the adult we needed when we didn't have that as a kid, we can revert the self-abandonment and actually reclaim the love we have for ourselves, the self-worth, and just feelings of I'm good enough, I am important, my needs matter, I am a wonderful person, I can achieve this, etc., uh, etc. Et this can be reversed. And once we can generate all of these things from within, the fear that people are going to leave or that the business is not going to work or that our dreams are going to go down the drain the fear just decreases and decreases and decreases until it gets to a point where we, we are pretty neutral. So of course, we're human beings, we ride the emotional roller coaster, but until, to, until we get to a point where we are pretty neutral and neutrality is the ultimate state of manifestation because neutrality is the ultimate state of low resistance. Like when we are neutral or indifferent about something, we don't really care, it doesn't really matter, the outcome is not that important to us, that's when there is no resistance and we can start attracting to us. So to conclude, and I'll talk about this more in the future, the way abandonment is linked to imposter syndrome is because most of the behavior, imposter syndrome fundamentally is a self-worth thing and so is abandonment. And when we have unhealed abandonment trauma, it causes us to internalize messages such as I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I'm too stupid, no one likes me, no one values me, no, one's one, no one loves me, no one wants to be around me, etc. That is absolutely going to trigger imposter syndrome because it's basically a more sophisticated uh, or more precise rather version, uh, mostly in our career, 
uh, that all of these feelings are going to trigger. And then not only imposter syndrome, but also abandonment and the primal fears associated with abandonment that are, what if my dreams are not available to me? I don't feel safe. People are flaky and inconsistent. I don't feel worthy. I don't feel validated. All of those things are things that we tend to seek from our business. When I can be successful in my business, I will feel so good about myself. When I get a bunch of clients who love me, I will feel so loved. When I make so much money, I will feel so safe. So we are relying on an external source, which is our business, to alleviate inner feelings. And we all know that as long as we rely on external things to make us feel a specific way on the inside, not only are we dependent on that external thing, but we also tend to repel it because there's so much resistance. If we can revert that, heal abandonment, uh, trauma, and start feeling safe and validated and good enough and loved uh, and appreciated from within, the business is completely going to transform because first of all, you got rid of all of the resistance. You no longer need your business in order to be happy. And because you're already tuning in to those emotions of I am safe, people are nice, I am worthy, I am loved, I matter, then your business will just attract more circumstances and people that validate those feelings. And that's how the law of attraction works. So I hope that this episode was extremely super helpful and I will see you in the next one. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Now, if you want to experience the full power of your subconscious mind to manifest more abundance and more clients towards you while you sleep, I've got a gift for you, the Abundance Hypnosis Recording. It will help you let go of imposter syndrome and money blocks directly at the subconscious level and rewire your mind to energetically attract and manifest more abundance and clients. This recording has already helped thousands of women let go of deep-seated limiting beliefs and negative blueprints they didn't even know they had. And all you have to do is go to inaspadar.ch slash abundance recording and one word. And of course, all of this is in the show notes. So see you next time on the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast.